0: WTF. Oh my God, it's Not the WTF that you may be thinking about. My name is Desmond Clark, former Chicago Bear, and the WTF that I'm talking about is this Welcome to Father Join the Ranks. We're all fathers here. And a lot of times well, all the time when we become fathers, it's like what have I gotten myself into? What do I do? I don't know what to expect. Where can I go from for help? And I'm glad you asked that question because you can come to Welcome to Fatherhood and our masterclass that we're having on March 25th. That's a Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Why don't you check in with us, go to Eventbrite, sign up, join the conversation. I'll be leading that masterclass talking about principles of winning, five keys to set a standard of excellence because what we want from you, what we want from all of us is to be excellent dads to our kids. So again, March 25th, we have Welcome to Fatherhood, the Masterclass, at 7 p.m. Central Time. Go to Eventbrite, sign up, join the conversation, and once again, welcome
1: to the Fatherhood. Welcome, welcome again to another episode of WTF Interviews. My name is Roy Briales, and I have also my co-host, Dr. Raheem Young. And also, uh, Charles Thurman,
2: our, our guest as well. How you doing, brother? All right. How, how you doing, brother? <laughs> Sound like you got your hands full. But um, thank you for joining us, Mr. Thurman. Um, I appreciate you coming on with us and, and talking about your, your fatherhood journeys. So um, to get started, can you let us know, let the audience
3: know how many children you have? What's their, what's their ages? I have two. Two, uh, a girl and a boy. The daughter of my first is 33. My son is 31. Okay. okay. Uh, my daughter uh, works for an insurance company in New York. She's also an actress. My son is a electrical engineer works for the company Sonos, who makes speakers. Okay, that's
2: cool. So I know um, you and your wife, you all live in Chicago and um, Atlanta and your son and your daughter live in New York and California. So is that hard being so far away from your children?
3: No, not really, because we develop a, uh, a form of contact when I was, I'm retired now, as you know. When I was, when I was working. Uh, that both kids, I talk to them every day uh, 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 in the morning. We, we all text or call one another. Uh, if nothing else, just to say hello, have a great day, love you. Uh, so we do see, we do talk every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, for the holidays, uh, they normally would come to us, whether we're in Chicago or whether we're in Atlanta, they would come either, uh, for both Christmas and for Thanksgiving. Uh, so that's basically... Uh, the time that we had with them uh, uh, in that way. So, no, it's uh, uh, based on the fact that we can't communicate. We yeah. know we don't feel very close to them in the same way. And, um, okay. So, um,
2: like, tell us about your background, like um, where you're from, like what you
3: did professionally before you retired. <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll be brief. I'll try and be brief on this, but okay. I, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I was born and raised in St. Louis, and um, uh, uh, one of eight kids. Uh, we grew up initially in the projects in the Pruitt. I think most people in the country have heard about Pruitt Igoe, uh, mm-hmm. but we grew up in. I grew up in Pruitt. We moved from there in the early '60s into the north side of St. Louis. Uh, uh, I went to. I graduated from Beaumont High School, uh, which is now closed there, but I graduated yeah. from Beaumont High School. Uh, at that time, we're, we're talking about the time of the Vietnam War uh, uh, and, and things not looking good in St. Louis, basically at that time. We're talking about the late 60s. And I made a decision that uh, uh, I needed to do something different. I need to go to college. So mm-hmm. it was either that there was, at that time, a young black person, that was really only three options we had really. Uh, one was to go to the military, two was to go to the post office, uh, and three was to go to college, okay, or junior college. One, Those Those were your options, mm-hmm. basically it. And uh, uh, I was I graduated a little bit earlier than most of my uh, uh, friends, so I was only 17 when I came out of high school.
2: Okay. And
3: uh, my mother would not sign for me to go into the military. So my only choice really was to go to college, and, and I, I was able to do that. And uh, I know you're a little bit younger than me a lot younger than me, but uh, <laughs> uh, at that time in America, uh, after the riots and all that, we were given, a lot of schools, especially white liberal arts colleges were really flocking to minorities, African-American youths and were offering scholarships. And mm-hmm. I did get one and I did, went to, I went to a school called McAllister College in St. Paul, Minnesota. Okay. Majored in economics, uh, did that because I love money. Uh, uh, and I thought that was, uh, I figured I had to know something about the economy if I wanted to make money. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and from there, I uh, went to grad school, went to the University of Chicago. Uh, 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 and, and from there, I started working. I and mean, I also, along the way, got a, a CPA. So I have, I have a CPA, but I don't really practice accounting. never practiced accounting. It was more like, more or less an academic exercise for me. But I mm-hmm. went there. I started my career at Harris Bank. I think most of us in Chicago know Harris bank yeah. it was a commercial banking officer uh, for there, but I left after three years and went to Baxter, Baxter international healthcare company. And I spent the last next 35 years there. And I moved up the ranks and uh, uh, one of the last things I did, the last, and my, well, my area of, of expertise, if you want to call it that was finance. So uh, the last 20 years at Baxter, I managed the pension plan on a worldwide basis and I really managed the assets of the pension plan, so I was pretty much responsible for $6 billion uh, uh, in retirement assets around the world for the company. And there are some other things I did, like I was chairman of, of, of our credit union, Baxter Credit Union, uh, for about 18 years also. so. that's that's pretty much it. I'm trying to hope that was quick enough.
2: Yeah, that was so good. my background <laughs> is
3: finance uh, in that way, so.
2: Okay, so like based on like your background, it makes me wanna ask you two questions specifically. So the first one is um, like working from Baxter and coming from like the pharmaceutical uh, organization, what do you think about like the vaccine and how um, it's being distributed and different stuff like that
3: currently? Well, I I think the distribution of the, and you're gonna give me, Cut, cut off here because now you give me a little bit in the political world too. Okay, <laughs> the, the distribution of the vaccine, I, I think under the former administration was terrible. Basically, yeah. I think what they're doing now is a is a lot better uh, because they concern about it. Uh, I, I think I, I would always be relied on the medical expertise of America and, and quite frankly, the world in doing this, and and the mm-hmm. fact that you listen to scientists. So, I'm um, the speed. At which a vaccine was developed, uh, but I but I do think the distribution was terrible under under the former administration, simply because they didn't give a damn, quite frankly. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and these are my thoughts. Okay, no, uh, but but I but I do think uh, now is positive. Uh, I, I like the fact that J and J has theirs almost approved now.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: uh, the the only thing I would say. Now, as, a, as someone that's 68 years old, I don't know if I can say my age, but I am, okay. And I just got my vaccine shot, and it's, ter- it's been terrible trying to get that. I mean, every time you go online, everything is booked. Yeah. And I, I don't know how to play the computer games uh, uh, to navigate that thing, but I did get first shot. And I asked, actually, I had to go to Savannah, Georgia to get the shot. I couldn't even get in Atlanta. And I've been trying to get one in Chicago because I know I was coming to Chicago. And I still have not been able to get one there either. So I, I do think eventually it will open up as more vaccines are out there. Uh, but uh, the, the scientific nature of, 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 of America and the rest of the world is there. As a matter of fact, of having someone uh, in government that's actually working for us to do it. It's not just concerned about himself and getting reelected. You know, yeah. basically that's it. Okay. I know some of that is politics, but what the hell?
2: No, we talk about everything on here. So, so that, that's fine.
3: <laughs> borrow, uh, the, the,
2: the second question was, what do you think about like the stock market right now?
3: I think it's, uh, first of all, first of all, I think that every young or even older Black America should be invested in the markets in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that is the way you grow your assets is investing and I'm not going to tell you what to invest in
1: mm-hmm.
3: but I think you should that they do invest in that they get the match and they invest in it and I'm proud of the fact that my kids do that I, mean, I actually started my kids off very young and investing and uh, okay. I started with giving them stock they 'll stock a bastard. uh and that, and then i 've encouraged them all along, and therefore, both my daughter and my son are 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 are, are heavily invested to put it that way and everyone and, and all my nephews and nieces, I talk to them about that also that is the way to you make your money work for you
0: mm-hmm. uh,
3: and, and the only thing you need to worry about is the risk you want to take what 's your time horizon, and what 's your risk tolerance and if you 're young, you really don't have that much risk tolerance because over time the risk is mitigated by the factor of time with that. Same way I run a pension plan. I mean, those are the same concepts that you use. Now you want to best get your financial advisor. If you can't get a financial advisor, all you want to do is invest in index funds, ETF, index funds, electronic traded funds, index. They are less expensive. Uh, they can do the same thing as mutual funds.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, uh, and they're, uh, do you're playing the market? You're not investing in any individual stock. That way. So you so so your risk is mitigated by doing that. And even if you got a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars, you know, but if you're 13, 14, 15, it's the way to do it. And trading costs is minimum. And you may need your parents, if you're young, to open up a brokerage account. But do that. And you can go to the e-trades uh firms like that. You don't have to go, you don't have to go to Merrill Lynch. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go to uh, uh, Morgan Stanley or Goldman. Well, Goldman wouldn't take your money anyway, okay? You don't have <laughs> enough to do that, okay? <laughs> you know, but anyway, but yeah, that's the way it is. I think you ought to have some exposure to that. I think it should be a requirement.
1: So you call yourself more of a buy and hold investor?
3: I am a buy and hold because I'm not See, this is the thing of this. Having managed this from a professional basis, I realize the individual is not smart enough. You're going to always be behind the experts in that. So I, I, do, I do index, S&P 500, merchant markets, things of that nature. I generally buy and I generally hold.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Now, there are times when I need money that I have to sell, but I generally hold. And there are opportunities when you see something happening real bad, like what happened with, 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 with COVID in, uh, in March, what have you. Yeah. During those times, I decided to buy. I actually i actually invested more in the market because i said things are things are oversold but i still invested in index funds so but but for the most part i'm a buy and hold that yeah. right. way uh, uh but you have to be careful of what you buy and you hold and but but if you're buying the market you have less to worry about than if you're trying to buy an individual stock okay because the market, you know, just one other thing, the market is going to operate in cycles. Now, the cycles got out of whack after 2008. But for the most part, there are cycles the market will operate in. And typically, it used to be in five-year cycles. It's mm-hmm. never going to stay down. It's never going to always go up. But if you've got a time horizon greater than, greater than five years, which young people have, I mean, I, I may not have a time horizon <laughs> five years, but young people have, then why not buy and hold? Yeah.
1: yeah, it's a chart I, I, I saw um, since the 1920s, since the market opened, like the market has always gone up, like no matter what epidemic, what pandemic has been going on, you know, swine flu, the different wars, like it's always... The chart well, always over time, up. I mean, there's
3: going to be dips and flow, but the trend line is uh, going to be up. The trend line is going up. And that's what I'm saying is a yeah. buy and hold thing. I mean, and, and, and it's, it's almost your time horizon in there. Because if you have that, you're gonna go up and downs. I mean, I always give you an example. Uh, obviously, 2008 was drastic to everybody. Yeah. And uh, uh, on paper, I lost a lot of money. But by the time 2011, 2013, 2014, I've made all that back up. I've made it all back. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but again, there's gonna be bumps and things like this. Now, you have some people now saying, you know, we're gonna buy the dip and we're gonna do all that stuff. I don't I will buy a dip if the dip is significant uh in that way but uh but I do think as your time horizon is being long term you all, I would always suggest that you buy and hold but I'm not giving you any anyone any, any professional opinions on this yeah, you, you got to get your pay for that information so <laughs> <laughs> this is just you and I talking sir so. uh, we are not financial advisors <laughs> please do your <some> research <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, do you have any opinions on uh, cryptocurrency? Uh
3: One of the guys in my boule, uh, 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 he's in it heavily. And uh, he and I, uh, we had our regional meeting in 2019. and actually well, gave well, a presentation on
2: it. Mr. Thurman, is it okay to talk about, to reveal the information on here? Oh, yeah, well, well,
3: well boule, yeah. Delta, I'm, in, I'm in Delta Alpha Super Pi Phi fraternity. Um, uh, 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 and we had a central region uh, thing in that way. so uh, 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 but he talked about cryptocurrency and that and I, I personally think uh, 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 I it's something that I would invest in. and there are certain things that you have to make a decision on if you're going to go that way or not. And yeah, you make a lot of money. I didn't invest in, in, in Google in the beginning. I didn't invest in uh, 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 Microsoft in the beginning, you know so and I, I've done pretty well in life. But uh, I look at that as something that uh, is not tangible enough for me to invest in. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. uh, uh, so I'll leave it. At, I'll leave it at that. But no, I, I don't invest in that. But it's. Uh, but when you have things like that, the best thing to do is to get in early and get out. Because yeah. that's gonna. That's gonna. Uh, uh, they're gonna have issues. I'll, I'll leave it at that. This is my opinion. Okay. Mm-hmm. on that i personally would not invest in i personally would not recommend anyone to do it but you know if you've done it you've made a lot of money in it so you know it's like stay in your lane type of thing and that's 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 what i do you know that's the case and i i know i'm not gonna hit everything a home run yeah but i'm 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 happy to hit a lot of singles and doubles over over life <laughs> and I and i'll be happy
1: yeah, Tony Gwynn was all the famer just doing that, just insane. Right, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think now, now I'm, I'm kind of a biased in this. I realize that. But I, I think no matter who you are, no matter what your profession, it's nice to know something about finance, about investment. Yeah, you don't have to be an expert, but to know enough to ask a question. Yeah, that's true. Ought to be able to give you an answer, and that person ought to be able to tell you. Sometimes I don't know, mm-hmm. because not everybody knows. Believe me, they do not know. Okay. So you've been so,
1: investing for how many years
3: now? I'm sorry. How long have you been investing? Oh my! Oh, personally, I've been investing all my, almost all my life. So since I would say since the 20s, and I'm 68 now. Uh, from from a job point of view, I took over the pension plan. Uh, in 1990, 1992. so I ran that until I retired in twenty thirteen. Okay. So That's I've cool. been, you know, in the assets and that. Like I was telling Ray, the assets and that is over six billion dollars when I left. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, and prior to that, I my, my position at Baxter were what they call investor relations. In other words, I dealt with Wall Street on behalf of the company. So in that case, you were looking at Baxter's stock only. Uh, but that was, again, yeah, that was for the company.
2: Yeah. Gotcha. Right, so um, we were talking earlier, and you said you had to do some things for Valentine's Day. And um, could you tell everyone, like, how long you've been with your wife, and why is uh, Valentine's Day still so important to you? <laughs>
3: Uh, I, I, we've been married for, for over 36 years, and um, um, it's always important. It's just like Christmas. Uh, anyone tells you they don't want anything for Christmas, don't believe it. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I made that mistake. All this stuff is—believe is, is, me, these are things that you have made mistakes about before. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Uh. So yeah, it, it's uh, it's appreciation. I mean, I I uh, I think well, obviously. Not obvious, but my wife is a wonderful mother, and a wonderful wife, you know, and I, uh, I owe a lot. I owe damn near everything to her. Uh, and, uh, and it just shows some appreciation. It's like uh, uh, thinking about her. And sometimes I don't do that. Sometimes I forget to do that. Uh, and she calls me out, okay? <laughs> you know that, okay, but uh, it's, it's something nice to do. It's something nice to respect our, our, our spouses uh, in that way, so. I like that. So, yeah, and, uh, and uh, uh, even now, the one thing I do not do, and she's not around, okay, I do not buy clothes for her, okay? Well. So, so, uh, okay. Uh, 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 you buy jewelry, but you don't buy clothes, okay? Uh, 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 and, uh, you know, and especially at, at this time in your life, you know, you say, what are you going to do? I mean, she's been with you all this time. She's been through the ups and the downs. She probably knows you better than you know yourself. Mm-hmm. and um and uh, you appreciate that and you really appreciate her being the mother of your kids
2: okay so that's why you always try to go so
3: valentine's day is it's something nice to do and uh i, I want to i you know you just want to show the appreciation more than anything else would
1: well, you say your best valentine's day win was like gift wise you know like yeah i nailed it this year Like
3: yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I, it's mostly been when she was working flowers basically when you send them to her office. Oh yeah. jewelry <laughs> and all that stuff is Jody. Uh, that's for Christmas. Okay. That's, that's, that's that time of the year. But Valentine days is, is when you send, you know, at the time she was working, when you send stuff to the office. Uh, so that would be the best, best, best thing I can remember.
2: Oh, that's like one of those public displays. um, Yes, that's exactly (laughs) it. All right, so um, what would be one, like, well, what would be some advice? You don't have to leave it to one, but what would be some advice you would give to, like, a a new father or an expecting
3: father? Uh, The new advice would be be there for your kid. Don't leave, you know. I the the worst thing in the world. I I shouldn't call it worst. I I speak the, but I I don't like the idea of single parents, single mothers raising parents. The father's not there. But Mm -hmm. I so I would always say, be there, uh, make it work. Well, try. You can't make it work, but try to make it work. But Mm -hmm. be there for your kids. Uh, Don't don't you know. I don't know. To, to me, there's not nothing more important than your offspring. Yeah. Uh, that's part of you. So be there for them. Uh, uh, teach them. Uh, 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 they will look at. They will look. They will look. They will take what you say to them as important. All they? they will. They will look up to you. Mm-hmm. And and generally speaking, the kids want that. Uh, so I would say, be there for them okay uh, uh i I know every marriage you know don't necessarily work in a sense, but at least be there for the kids okay you know the whole song about our kids or our future that is that is true i mean i could I could you know one of the things in life i could feel, I could feel great if I passed on and said I know I did a wonderful job with my kids uh you never see him on Jerry Springer, okay <laughs> 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 That's one thing my, my wife and I used to always say, Boy, we don't want our kids on Jerry Swimfinger, okay? <laughs> uh,
1: That's awesome. That's uh, your legacy. You know. Yeah, you're right. pass it down your legacy. They're gonna pass it down to their, their children. Correct.
2: And so
3: on,
2: you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, on that note, man, we're gonna get ready to, to wrap it up. Uh, Royce, did you have any last questions or anything?
1: Um, I don't know. Just tell us uh, where, where uh, anybody can reach you if you want to be reached or uh, anything you want to promote. Uh, we can definitely uh, leave a link below for uh, anybody looking for you. Okay.
3: Okay. Well, I, as we know, I I, I live in both places. We normally in Atlanta. We normally in Chicago during the summer, and Atlanta during the winter. Okay. Twenty twenty was a, as with everybody, that was a messed up year. Uh, with everything, so, uh, but I'm, I'm assuming that everything will be okay. I'll be back up there this summer, and even during the winter, normally I'm for my fraternity meetings, I'm I'm up there once a month uh, for that. So, so if you guys want to say anything more, reach me another time. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm willing to do anything for Raheem Okay. Uh, thank. You. I appreciate, I appreciate you. that. Oh, okay. All, All right, right. Same here. here. All right. Okay. All right. Thanks. Okay. Take care.
2: All right. All right, thank Bye. you, Mr. Darman. Mm-hmm. Have you found the time? <laughs> thank you. <Happy Valentine's. laughs> <Mrs. Derman. laughs> okay, thank you.
3: Okay,
2: thank you, guys.
3: Right, I'm gonna punch out. All right.
1: yes, yes. Thank you for listening to WTF interviews. If you want to get in contact with us, you can reach us via our website, WTFatherhood.org. Uh, Also, our Facebook page and our Facebook group will be listed in the description below as well. Uh, I ask you to leave a a review as it helps more people receive the message. And uh, again, until next time, be well. You already are.